friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Crickets Chichichings. My name is Lauren, and today on the podcast, I have Maddie Hill with me to chat about her shop and her experience selling on Etsy. So I'm excited to dive into this conversation and hear about what she's done to build a successful shop. Welcome, Maddie. Hi, everyone. Hi. Can you give us a little backstory about how you got started and what you sell? Kind of just a little bit of your story. So I opened my shop in January of 2021. I always really liked crafting my grandmother crafts and my mom crafts. When I was a kid, we sew like little pillows and blankets for my dolls and just things like that. I got a Cricut machine with like a Black Friday sale and then COVID hit and I needed the extra income. And so I decided to open an Etsy store and then it just kind of got pretty popular from there. And so I decided I wanted to take Lauren's course and get a little bit of a jump start. Yeah. So you joined Scale Your Sales in February, correct? Right. Yeah, so just a month after I had opened my shop, and I actually got in laid off in December, and that was like my second time being laid off, and every single time I just had issues getting unemployment money, so I needed some money, so I was like, okay, let's see what I can do, and so I just decided to start selling things on Etsy. Yeah, so one thing that Maddie did not say that I think is an important part of her story is that she's very young. Well, it seems very young to me. I'm sure she's very young, but she's only 20. So she's building this business. And, you know, one of the things that she said when she was filling out the form to be on the podcast was that that is a really different perspective. There's a lot of people, you know, we tend to think that everybody is like us. <laughs> like I tend to think like everybody that's building a business, well, it's because they have kids and they want to stay home with them or whatever, you know, but there are people in all walks of life. And I was definitely not thinking about creating my own business when I was 20. So props to you for that. Thank you. Yeah. So right now I'm, I have one semester off. I just got my associate's degree and then I'm working on my bachelor's degree in elementary school education. So I think in the future, it'll also be pretty fun to have a shop uh, for teachers. But yeah, I don't have any kids that I do have like an adult job working at a restaurant, but I do really enjoy crafting and I want to share my things with everyone. Yeah. So what kind of made you, I guess you said you got the cricket, and so your shop is doing a lot of personalized, like I do see a lot of teacher type gifts and, Mm -hmm. um, and personalized things. And so, you know, what has this done for you over the past few months? And where do you see this business going? And what do you think kind of has made because there are a lot of people that get started selling on Etsy, like they are like, Oh, I like, you know, the story is kind of similar. I like to craft and I want to make stuff, but then they put stuff up on Etsy and nothing sells. Like they kind of just sit there and they're frustrated. <laughs> right. I was 
literally working day and night. I had nothing to do because we were kind of in another COVID shutdown. And I was like, I need money. Like, I need to get food and things like that. So I was really, really motivated. And then I also had lots of family support. Um, my mom recently did an order of 150 keychains. She's been a nurse through all of this. And it was nurse's day. And our hospital wasn't really doing anything for her nurses, and she's a manager. So she decided to just take it upon herself. So I made 150 of those keychains. And this whole time, I've been telling my boyfriend, I said, you're going to have to help me at some point. I'm going to need help. And so this order, he actually helped me package all of them. And I taught him how to apply some of the vinyl on the keychains. But yeah, it was a really nice and uh, sweet experience. But I really enjoyed just helping my community, I guess, and appreciate helping appreciate uh, nurses there. Yeah. Do you have like certain ways that you like to promote? Like what is your favorite thing to do with your job or what have you found mm-hmm. to be kind of something that sets you apart with your shop? Cause there are a lot of, you know, I mean like every industry, there's a lot of saturation, I would say in most markets, Right, But, you know, the kind of the cricket vinyl thing is pretty popular mm-hmm. on Etsy. So what do you think has made the difference between your shop, which has had like over 100 sales in the past few months mm-hmm. and maybe a shop that doesn't get that kind of traction? I feel like that market is so saturated. But I've seen it like a little post before and it said, have you ever looked at, been to the grocery store and seen the bread aisle? It's so saturated, but really like... If you just stand out, you can get sales. And so I do a lot of promoting on TikTok and Instagram. But I also just really love gift giving. Like that is definitely my favorite part of the holidays. And I'm really big on birthdays too. So I think that shows in my Etsy shop. I make quality items. And then those items are just really great for gift giving. I feel like they're definitely for the person that has everything. Yeah. I love what you said about the bread aisle. <laughs> like, yeah, that's something that people need to keep in mind. You know, when you say, like I said, I think every market is saturated. Like people will say, well, I'm just struggling because I'm in a really saturated market. And I'm like, what market is not saturated at this point? Right. I mean, there's nothing, but you know, we all have our preferences of things we like and don't like, like you could, I mean, literally walk in any aisle in any grocery store. And like, I think of like the soda aisle, there are so many options and new options coming out all the time. Exactly. That doesn't mean that like, just because I like Dr. Pepper the best, somebody else doesn't like Sprite the best. (laughs) (laughs) But I also love what you say about giving gifts. Like that's something I think it's really great with an Etsy shop and a business when you're able to incorporate the parts of it that you really enjoy, like something that that is special to you or that you feel excited about and bring that into your shop. Yeah, exactly. And then I also make sure that all my items are ready to give because with COVID, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't able to see their family members. So I actually see a lot of people sending the items directly to the person that is receiving it. So I always, always make sure that's all wrapped up with a bow and tissue paper and things like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I see on your shop that you're in California. So you have dealt extensively with lots of lockdowns. <laughs> right. So you know firsthand that people can't really go out and about. Right. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. 
that it allows people to gift the product really easily. It's also at a price point where people are able to do that. And like you said, with your mom, like kind of order them in bulk, you know, it's not so expensive that for something like a teacher gift or something like that, they wouldn't be able to spend the money. Right. And then I also found offering bundle deals. That was one of the first things I did. So I offer like a 10% discount if you order two items, a 15% discount if you order three items, and a 20% discount if you order four items or, or more. And I include information about that bundle deal and all the listing photos. So like I'll put like interested in bundling and saving. And then I'll put information about the discounts you get if you bought a certain amount of items. Oh, that's a great idea. So it encourages your order, your total order value right. to go up. Yeah. So most of my orders are actually one or more items. Yeah, that's great. That's a really great way of doing it. So because you are young enough to understand how this works, I want you to talk to me about TikTok and how you use that for your shop. This is something that I get asked a lot. I see people really successful with it, but I just cannot get into TikTok. And I think that (laughs) I'm too old. (laughs) It's really tricky. And I find like as I'm no longer a teenager, I'm actually struggling with some of these things. I'm like, why did I make fun of my parents for this? Because now I'm struggling. Yeah. But, well, 15 years and see how you feel then. <laughs> right. But yeah, it is actually pretty tricky. But I follow like a lot of, there's a lot of uh, content creators that are creating stuff for people that don't understand TikTok. <laughs> and it'll be like, this is the latest trend. This is the trending sound. This is the trending dance you should do. And I don't have that much of a following, but I do find that I get some orders from there. So I just do, I use the trending sounds and then I try to make it like aesthetically pleasing, I guess. Do you focus more on like personal stuff that you're posting or mostly like product creation type stuff? So I do like a little bit of both. Like a lot of people really like, I think like a lot of people find the cricket like satisfying I guess when I first got it I told my sister I got it and she was like oh my god those videos are so satisfying and I was like what videos and I looked it up and a lot of people just find it like the peeling of the vinyl and things like that satisfying so I'll make videos like that and then use uh, like two to three hashtags that sometimes I'll do I'll just mix it up really I feel like TikTok's kind of randomized like you can't really guarantee what's going to go viral or not. And then like one of the videos I made, I worked so hard on it. I was like, oh my God, I hope this goes viral. But it totally didn't. But I actually made a video. My store's called Winnie and Me because I have my dog named Winnie and she's constantly like my little shadow. So that's how I thought of my name. But I had her pretending to package items. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of a fun video to make. That's cute. Yeah, it's just kind of randomized. Yeah. So I've done some of the like time lapse videos of my embroidery machine and people like kind of react the same way. Mm-hmm. It's that like sped up time lapse stuff that I mean I love them too. Yeah. Like I love to watch I like cake decorating videos with time <laughs> like I get to watch the results but I don't have to be patient. <laughs> right. So I can see why that would be popular for TikTok. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to give it right. another shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of randomized it seems like. 
Yeah, well, I think that's true of like everything with an algorithm. So it's kind of like hit or miss. Right. And then I also have some Instagram presence. I try to post like maybe two or three times a week. And then I found I worked a lot with my branding recently last week. And I found that like the more I'm on brand and the more cohesive it looks, the more interactions I'm getting on Instagram. So I think that's something that's interesting also. Yeah, I think that there's kind of a misconception with Instagram that you have to do like really personal posts or, you know, we kind of see a lot of the almost like micro blogging where people are writing really long, but it seems to me like that's kind of moved out and people do want, especially with something, you know, with platforms like TikTok being really popular, that, that the very quick to digest content is actually performs better. Like you don't need to write your life story underneath every single Instagram post and people don't necessarily even want that. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like people really love instant gratification and what you are talking about how you don't have to wait to see those results if you just go on TikTok and look up out of time lapse videos. Yeah, totally. And if people are looking to like batch content or create content quicker, you know, you can do a time lapse video just on your phone and then post it to TikTok and post it to Instagram separately from each other. There was some conversation about like posting a TikTok video directly to Instagram and then it has the TikTok logo on it and I guess Instagram doesn't like that. <laughs> so I've heard that, but I don't know how true that is because I had I posted a TikTok on Instagram to the Reels mm-hmm. section and it had the TikTok logo on it and it totally blew up. Yeah, I don't so, I, mean, I see Instagram videos all the time with TikTok logos on them, so I, you know, Again, it seems kind of random. That's just what I read. I am certainly no TikTok star, (laughs) but um, I'm not an Instagram star either. But yeah, so, but if somebody wanted to avoid that just for, you know, algorithm purposes or something, it's not that hard to post them separately, the same video. Right. Yeah. I find that batching content is a lot easier. So I use like an Instagram scheduler. And I'll batch all my content, like probably a week at a time. Yeah, totally. It makes a huge difference. Hey guys, I just want to jump on here really quick and tell you that I have a checklist that is all about SEO. If SEO is something that you are struggling with, like so many Etsy sellers, hop on over to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist and download that Etsy SEO checklist. All right, back to the episode. So I want to ask you, as someone who is like a new shop and you are just kind of diving into this and getting started, like what made you decide to join Scale Your Sales? Why did you come into the program? So I felt like I wasn't doing things quite right. And then I was trying to teach myself, but I like read something online and it said, you can try to teach yourself some of these things, but time is really money with business. And I knew that I wouldn't, I'd be going back to work eventually. So I was like, I might as well just try get this class and try to learn much faster than teaching myself. And truly, I feel like some of these things that you've taught me, I could not have found or taught myself with. And I was kind of weird how I found you. I was trying to teach myself. And then your roadmap to success came up and I joined your group. 
and then I saw your group posting, and I listened to your podcast, oh. and I see um, you're talking about your uh, class. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's such a good point, and something that a lot of people struggle with, and I struggle with it too mm-hmm. at times, is that like it really comes down to what you're prioritizing. Like, I mean, in all honesty, we can all teach ourselves like almost anything on the internet now. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much information. It's almost information overload on the internet, but it's kind of a matter of like, how long is it going to take you to get accurate information (laughs) that's like up to date and not just kind of running you around in circles And also there's a huge, I think, piece of it that goes along with it is that sometimes, you know, there are, there is a timeline of building a successful shop. Like it does not happen overnight. I would never tell someone that it happens overnight, but in those slower periods of time or in those, you know, that building phase of your shop, a lot of times you feel like maybe you're doing something wrong or maybe you are doing doing something (laughs) right. And so to have somebody say like, nope, everything's fine. You just need to stay the course or actually this is not normal. And maybe we should look at what's going on can be really valuable. But that time spent, like, I feel that way because when people will ask me about my story with Etsy, I'm like, I was in business for five years before Mm -hmm. I had more than like, $50,000 in sales, which sounds like a huge amount of money, but like that was five years of working like really hard and consistently on my shop. Right. (laughs) Like if you're talking about, and that's like $50,000 in one year out of that five years, (laughs) you're talking about like breaking it down over the whole course of how long it took me to get there. I was probably making, you know, like, I don't know, $5,000 a year or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's definitely not a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, not at all. But I think that now like there's so much more information available and there's so many, there is that opportunity to shorten that path for people. And again, like I would never tell somebody like, you're probably going to create a six figure income for yourself in the next (laughs) three months. Like that's not going to happen. Right. Unless you, I mean, maybe if you go viral or something, but I don't even think even if you did that, that would happen. (laughs) You know, like it is work and it's a business just like starting any other business. But shortening that time frame is, you know, if I think about what if it would have only taken me two or three years to hit six figures instead of five or six, like that's a lot of money in the meantime that I missed out on because it took me so long to teach myself. Right. And I also feel like you're insanely credible just because you did teach yourself and you're still on Etsy. I see so many people teaching courses that have zero credibility. They're like no longer teaching on Etsy or they're no longer listing on Etsy. And it's like, like, where do you stand on this though? Because you're not on Etsy. So how do you even know what's going on on Etsy? It's constantly changing and evolving. Yeah. That's like a pet peeve. And I've talked about that on the podcast. (laughs) It's like, how can you stay up to date on a tech platform, which is all Etsy is, is a tech platform. If you don't, you know, like that would be like me teaching about TikTok, but I've only used TikTok a year ago. (laughs) Right. There's no, like I just spent my morning updating the ads portion of scale your sales because the whole dashboard part of it has changed and things Mm -hmm. like that are constantly changing. You know, the algorithm is constantly changing. And so it's so important to stay up to date on those changes and know what's working like right now in this environment. And especially I feel like 
in the last year, it has been really crucial to have that community and the the group of people in that program to say like, okay, COVID has made everything go completely haywire. So like, where are we standing with this? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I really do love that group and being a member of that group. I feel like you're mostly there to answer questions. But like half the time, I don't even expect you to answer the questions. I know that someone else will answer my question. And that they'll probably have a really close answer to what you would have. So it is a super helpful group. Yeah, shout out to that student group. They are awesome and super supportive. So what are your goals moving forward with your shop? Where do you, I know you said you're starting your bachelor's pretty soon. So that's exciting. And also it will be nice, I feel like as a teacher, uh, moving forward to have a side income as well. (laughs) Right, yeah. So I feel like right now I'm working in a restaurant and then I start my degree in August. I do live on Catalina Island, so it has, yeah, so it's off of California, and it has a really big off-season, so during the winter, I'm working, uh, I work at this restaurant five days a week, it's only open for dinner, so I may be getting like 25 hours a week at this restaurant, so during the winter, you definitely need like a side income or a large savings, and so I'm hoping that Etsy will be able to support that, and then I'll also be able to balance school and Etsy. But yeah, I'm kind of hoping that I'll be able to get it to a point where it's able to pay my rent. But who knows, really, I think in the next year, I'll probably be at a point where it's a steady income and an income I'll be able to somewhat rely on. Yeah, Um, if not to pay my rent to pay something else. But yeah, I kind of use it to help save up for college as well and then I'm hoping to that I could maybe get my talk my boyfriend into being a little more involved and help pack some orders uh, more often but right now I think it's going pretty well where it is and I'm hoping that during the Christmas season I'll be able to pick up a little bit more yeah, totally. I'm excited to see where you go because this is like a really new venture and I think you've kicked off to a really strong start. And so just watch that continue to grow is exciting. And I also think that, you know, one of the best parts of having your own business and having an Etsy shop is that it, it can work around what you need it to be. And so, you know, as you move into different life stages, it can also grow and change and ebb and flow with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love that part about Etsy. And I also make my processing time. It's not like a two week processing time. But right now, it's just a one to three day processing time. So sometimes I'll get it out the next day. But sometimes I'll be like, you know, what? I need like a day off right now. And I'll get it out in three days. Yeah, that's great. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about your shop and your path to really building your sales and continuing to grow. Where can people find you if they're looking for your shop or if they want to check out your TikTok or your Instagram? (laughs) Yeah, so everything will be under Shop Winnie and Me. So Winnie, like Winnie the Pooh, Shop Winnie and Me. Um, I'm on Instagram, TikTok. Pinterest, Facebook, and Etsy all under the same username. All right. Great. Thank you again. And congratulations on what you've done so far. I can't wait to see what happens in the next year. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. 
I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you.